0: Hey everybody, welcome to the Basis Points Podcast. I'm Kevin Flanagan, Head of Fixed Income Strategy at Wisdom Tree Asset Management. You know, uh, some of the blogs we've been writing about over the last couple of weeks and, of course, our podcast as well, trying to just keep you up to date and and to provide a frame of reference as to what's been going on with the coronavirus. And obviously, the news we got over this past weekend shows that there is not necessarily an end in sight, at least any time in the near term. Certainly, the news was that things deteriorated as we saw clusters and it's spreading to South Korea. You heard about Iran and as well as moving into Italy, also. And it's created certainly a flight to quality kind of safe haven bid for treasuries. And that's no surprise here. This is something that we have talked to you about, have discussed. Remember, you know, when you look at the SARS episode, if you want to use that as any kind of framework this time around, Remember, we were dealing from something from November of 2002 to July 2003. So, you know, you just do the math and you're looking at, you know, a period of about eight months, nine months or so. Uh, and we're only about six weeks into the coronavirus saga. And we're certainly seeing some of the signs that we saw back then occurring now. And what I would just wanted to talk to you about a little bit is just what's been going on in the Treasury market as I'm talking to you here. Uh, This afternoon, at least I'm recording in the afternoon, is what we saw was the Treasury 10-year yield flirting with, and at one point on an intraday basis, actually breaking through the all-time low of 1.36%. And to me, when I'm focusing on that, I look at it as a 50 basis point reduction from where we were prior to the news. If you go back to the SARS episode, the 10-year yield dropped 105% basis points. So we're halfway there, I'm not saying that's going to be the case that we drop another 50 basis points uh, from here. But just to give you a little bit of a sense is what we're seeing so far is not unprecedented. Certainly, you know, concerns about the flight to quality and perhaps the impact on global growth. Not so much, I don't think, here for U.S. growth. I don't think the markets have turned their attention to where they expect a significant impact that's long-lasting on U.S. growth. But when you do see the news coming out of Italy it does you know hit a little bit closer to home because we're talking about eurozone economic activity not just confined to what we're seeing on the Asian continent as well. One other aspect, as this obviously, you continue to see yield curves flatten uh, in this environment, and and I don't think that's any surprise there. But you know, to get us from where we are down to one thirty six as I speak to you today, um, certainly the Dow, right? Um, you know, we saw a thousand point drop in the Dow uh, earlier in the week, and and you know, you add that together, you know, anxieties, fears, safe haven, flight to quality, stocks dropping a thousand points, it's kind of like All coming together. And you know, you just need to put things in perspective. Hopefully, in the not too distant future, we get some let's call it hey, how about just least less negative news on this front and where we go back? And I would argue that if we can get to a point where it feels like the news cycle has peaked on this is that you could definitely see a snapback in treasury yields, see a snapback in yield curves. This is what history tells us. So I know it's difficult. You don't want to fight the tape and you get caught up in the headlines and you get caught up in the moment. But, you know, sometimes you need to take a step back and, you know, just let some of these course of events play out and try to think of things from an asset allocation perspective for more of a strategic longer term view rather than just responding to headlines that are because obviously, in where we are now, news cycles of twenty-four-seven, you're going to be bombarded with headlines. There's no question about it. So, you know, what what I would recommend is make your investment decisions with more of that strategic overview. Don't respond to each and every headline that we see going forward. And that hopefully, when we can get this behind us, that you do see the cycle peaks, you begin to get a, a more of a sense of where the economy is going, what interest rates are going to do. And right now, Based upon latest comments from the Fed, I think the Fed wants to wait and see economic numbers deteriorate before they make a move. So there's still a lot of uncertainty out there. You know What we've been uh, obviously talking about is, is utilizing that barbell strategy, giving yourself some flexibility in this kind of an environment, focusing on yield-enhanced type of aggregate strategies combined with Treasury floating rate strategies in this environment, and from a more of a strategic, as I mentioned before, core fixed income point of view certainly makes sense. And this just underscores the point. So I'm going to take a step back from where we are right now. I'm going to call it a podcast for the week. Have a great rest of the week, everybody. And before investing, carefully consider a fund's investment objectives, risks, charges, and expenses contained in the prospectus available at wisdomtree.com. Read it carefully.